Now it's all I can hear when I listen to it, like on the way to work this morning. I was like, ah, you heavy breathing fat piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I like Marvel. Welcome to another episode of the Miles Offside Podcast, where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of nothing. My name is Oscar Puente, also known as Footy from Afar, and with me, as always, is Chuck Bailey, and with me sometimes is Ian Simpson. Fuck it out. Don't be giving him the as always. You really got salty about that, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah, that's why I'm like, out of respect for Chuck, I'm like, I'm just gonna say his name is always, and then... You know, kind of play it from there. Thanks, bud. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Your commitment is so much more than mine. Well done. (laughs) That's all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, How was sending the boy off to the North Korean army? Fine. Fine, yeah. They sent him back. So, terrible. Terrible worker, apparently. Uh, No, I've had had an interesting couple of weeks. I got um, food poisoning on Mother's Day. Oh, Uh, good. Yeah, so that was good. And then... We went to a posh match, and I think we broke the curse. You broke oh, the curse? Right. Why? Did, did, did Peterborough score a goal, not get someone sent off, get a point? No sendings off. We got a penalty. Tick, tick. Done a win. Wow. So Three ticks. You'll like this. So basically, Peterborough's... Well, one of many Peterborough mascots there are. Bizarre. But anyway, Peterborough's mascot's been doing a school tour. Finley comes home saying, um, oh, the Peterborough mascot uh, came to my school, and I got a, a free kids ticket and a free adults ticket. The Peterborough mascot, you'll enjoy this, is a massive rabbit called Peter Burrow. <laughs> okay, okay. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, then they said, oh, and an additional adult's ticket is 10 quid. So, it usually costs me and Finley like 35 quid or whatever to go to the football. For 10 quid, all three of us can go. Kelly's never been to a football match before, so I think she's the curse breaker. Yeah, clearly she needs to just go every time. You just send Kelly to the football of a Saturday, you stay at home, and and then Peterborough win the league. Yeah, 10-0 every time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll be out next week, so I'm sure you guys can talk a bunch of shit about me while I'm gone, because I will be relaxing on a beach, not thinking about football or this podcast. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Hanging out with dolphins. <sighs> nice. And Chuck's coming to visit me in Peterborough, so that's the same. Yeah, lads on tour, Peterborough. That's the same as, like, the Bahamas, isn't it? Totally. Totally. That's what I was told. That's how you sold it to me. (laughs) Behind the wall. So are you guys watching the Thrones from here together? No. That's on Sunday. No, you're you're coming on Saturday, yeah. I have managed to... I I have two more episodes to watch until I've gone through the whole thing. Oh, you've done it? Yeah, since our episode released. I was like, oh, I'll start watching it. Yeah, 12 days later, I've basically finished. I can't believe you beat my pace. We did it in 19. I don't know how the hell you did it in 12. Like, well, I've been, I've been off work. So, and <laughs> oh, my, okay. my taking a holiday was literally sitting on my ass and doing nothing. So, and going to see Ian. Um, <laughs> you did put a little video on the WhatsApp group of you watching the exploding head of Oberon with your daughter sort of like crying in the background. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, added, it added another layer. It added yeah. another layer. Yeah, she yeah. wasn't a fan. Really sinister. Not a fan. Right, okay, well, let's get to the main part of the week then, and starting off, as we always do, with our rapid, rapid, rapid-fire news. 
Our top story this evening, Peter Crouch has won UEFA's Best Acrobatic Goal poll for all European play ever. <laughs> all European play? You mean that one Mo Salah goal didn't beat it, where it yeah. wasn't even his best goal in that game? No, he was up against Cristiano Ronaldo, Gareth Bale, and Mario Mandzukic. Ah, so bicycle kick, bicycle kick, bicycle kick, bicycle <laughs> kick. Yeah, I mean, it is specifically best acrobatic goal. Ah, okay. Um, but he won. <laughs> what do you want, Chuck? You want him on a trapeze or something? <laughs> yeah, shot out of a cannon from the halfway line. Yeah, fire breathing. Yeah, his overhead kick for Liverpool from 2006 in the Group C match against Galatasaray was the winning goal beating out Gareth Bale's overhead goal to take the lead in the Champions League final. Like, listen, what? Listen, cut. you leave Crouchy alone. He's, <laughs> he's deserved... There have been campaigns for this award for him for the last 13 years, right? And he, he doesn't get enough. He's 38 now. He's playing for Burnley. He needs something to keep him going. He's still playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he just like, He just transferred to Burnley in, like, at Christmas. I should bring him in on fantasy just for the fucking shit of it. Like that'd be hilarious. I love having Crouch in fantasy. Maybe after my uh, after the double game week, I'll bring him in as my third striker. Get that big man up top. Yeah, you never know. That Burnley might need his goals to survive. Who knows? That's true. At thirty eight, he's got to be looking at retiring this year, right? Like I don't know whether he's going to. I don't know. He might drop down like through the leagues. Like we've spoken before, players don't do that anymore. He seems to love it though. Yeah, maybe. He could come to the US. I'm sure they'd give him a contract to play in MLS for five more years. Although he's got a big family now. I'm not sure he'd want to uproot everyone. I don't know. Yeah, That's true. and his podcast and stuff, which is getting... Very good. Much better than ours. <laughs> yeah. Not hard. <laughs> um, uh... Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> don't downplay us too much, mate. Come on. Yeah. Keep it up, Peter. Pet Peter. Petter. No, Petter is Czech. See, yeah. I can't... Like, that guy ruined the name Peter for me. Like, I always go Peter, no Petter, no Peter. Look, every fucking time, because, like, Petter check. One guy is ruining the name for you. Yeah, Yeah. and this is why Peter Crouch's podcast is better than us. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, our next story, Gonzalo Higuain intends to be at Stamford Bridge next season. Is he buying a season ticket, then? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys want to tell him, or should I? Yeah. He's, he, correct me if I'm wrong, Oscar, but he's on loan, isn't he? That is correct. And Chelsea have a two-window transfer ban pretty much imminent. Isn't that also correct? <laughs> that is also correct. Yeah, <laughs> Gonzalo's not the uh, not the brightest bulb, is he? <laughs> no. And I don't know if, like, sorry fed him that line when he came. Yeah. And if just, like, maybe he doesn't read the newspapers and stays off social media or what, but... I mean, honestly, even without the transfer ban, I would not want him around next season. <laughs> I was going to say, he's not exactly played himself into the team, has he? Yeah, blessing in disguise. Hey, you got your rude. got your rude. It's all right. Yeah, hell yeah. Batshuayi will come back next year. He might be our main striker. Who knows? <laughs> We're done. Don't have a striker, so... <laughs> Jeez. 50-year-old Giroud and uh, Bitch Batshuayi, who, for whatever fucking reason, we don't seem to like him. Batshuayi? <laughs> Yeah. Bitch, why? <laughs> Bitch, why do we not like Bitch, why? <laughs> Bitch, why? There you go. All right. Well, to keep it in the family, our next story, Danny Drinkwater has been charged with drink driving after a crash. Uh, the midfielder was arrested after a Range Rover crash in near Cheshire in the hour- early hours of Monday. Two women and a man were treated at the scene for minor injuries. 
Mr. Drinkwater 29 was released on unconditional bail. Drinkwater, more like drink too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more like Danny should have drunk more water. Good. Better. Um, there you go. Better. Very nice. Better. That's a little better. Um, yeah. People were injured, guys. It's okay. They didn't die. Um, <laughs> why? I mean, I would say you're a professional athlete. Don't drink. But does he play for Chelsea anymore? I don't think he's played all season. I could Ever? be wrong, but he might have gotten zero minutes this season so far. He's got nothing else to do than go to the pub then, has he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And drive himself there because all the other, all of his mates are playing football. And there's no other options. There's never any other options when you've got a load of money, is there? No, there's not. No. And, you know, it's a Saturday afternoon. He probably goes, oh, oh you know what I'll do? I'll call Eden. Oh, no, oh, Eden's busy. Saturday afternoon, he's not even, like, involved in the team, the squad. No, he's just down the pub. Yeah, yeah all his mates. Well, you go watch. Um, yeah. Ah, I feel sorry for him. <laughs> but don't don't drink and drive. Drink That's and drive. fucking stupid. <laughs> drink, drink or drive. Like, I can condone both activities, not a merger. Well, if you think I brought that up just to make a terrible pun about drink water and drink driving... You'd be right. And also to give us an opportunity to condemn drunk driving, don't do it, very bad. Uh, You're Mm -hmm. absolutely right. So let's just move on to someone who's doing good things with his life, but will still get outrage in the media. Gentlemen, Raheem Sterling arranges for 550 children to attend the FA Cup semi-final. How can we spin it so he's a bastard? Um, um, forcing children into North London. <laughs> That's right. Entering into fiscal relationships with underage. Good. Uh, yeah, Good. yeah, exactly. There you go. You've got a job at the Red Tops. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is why Chelsea got um, a transfer ban is for for giving money to, to young people. <laughs> yes, he exactly why he shouldn't be doing <laughs> That's this. Exactly yeah. why yeah. that happened. Yeah, shame. He's just such a lovely bloke, isn't it? Yeah, who keeps doing nice things. Mm. How dare he? Unbelievable. The, the nerve of the man. Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. I, I, I don't want to talk about it anymore, mate. Okay, just, all right. I'm just, just... You're just outraged so, so much. I'm so proud of him. It's I can't, can't even... <laughs> can't even articulate the words. Yeah, is he like our... F- we have a few people that like we aggressively stand for, right? Like yeah. Ruben, Raheem, yeah. Mitro when he was still playing <laughs> and going to get the golden boot. Still Mitro. Still Mitro. Still ride for Mitro. Uh, who else? Peter Crouch. Peter Crouch. Peter Crouch. Sure, 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 sure. Maradona. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Maradona. <laughs> That's a good one. I think uh, we got crossed wires on that one. Oh, did we? Oh, sorry. Yeah. All right, next story. <laughs> uh, Real Madrid. The Barnabeo is to be the best stadium in the world after a four-year refurbishment. Real Madrid president Florentino Perez says a four-year refurbishment of the Barnabeo starting this summer will create the best stadium in the world. Have you seen the computerized images, gentlemen? I haven't, but it's they're such pricks, aren't they? To- they just can't let Tottenham have anything, can they? No. <laughs> it's just the second they've got this amazing stadium, no, we've got to have a plan to have a better one. Yeah, well, that's kind of natural that most clubs are, are going to gradually defend. And for Real, it's also because Atletico got a new stadium not too long ago, I believe. Oh, did they? Yeah, so it's got a cheese room. Uh, no, no word of a cheese room. Well, fuck it then. I'm not bothered. It's not Don't any better than Tottenham, at least. <laughs> Unless Chuck can get a good Manchego. He's not interested. You know what I mean? Oh, God, yeah, I suppose the tapas would be really good, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, oh, that would be good. 
Much better than a hipster microbrewery. Oh, yeah, they've got a microbrewery in the stadium, don't they? Spurs, yeah, Spurs do. Quite Spursy, wouldn't it, for one of the stills to just blow up and take out a stand, wouldn't it? (laughs) (laughs) That's fucked up. I don't, I don't want, you know, no one in it, just, you know, overnight or something. Oh, gotcha, 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 okay, okay. I'm not wishing people dead. I'm not even wishing it happens. I'm just saying it would be quite a Spursy thing. I did make that joke to Adam P. online. He was like, oh, you know, putting club biases aside, like, I got to say it's a beautiful stadium and I'm happy for Spurs fans. I'm friends with a few Spurs fans, blah, 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 blah. You know how Adam is. And I was like, (laughs) 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 love you, Adam. Um... (laughs) And I was like, nah, fuck that. I hope the stadium burns down. No one gets hurt, but I hope it, like, fucking collapses tomorrow. How hilarious would that be? Like, they finally play one match, and then it all crumbles. As long as they can play Man City in the Champions League in it so that they don't get done by trading standards, they'll probably be okay with it. (laughs) Because they'll finally, there will actually be one match that you can see the Champions League there. Yeah. Uh, Mike Dean. 100 Premier League red cards. Here are the statistics and social media reaction. Mike Dean officially finally etched his name in the books by becoming the first referee to show 100 red cards. His big moment approached. Uh, Ashley Young was a red card on United player after he scythed down Diogo Jota. And there is a sense of resignation etched on his face in the picture. Um, (laughs) Let's see. Teams that Mike Dean has given the most red cards to, someone take a guess. Um, well, Man United. Nope. They are 10th on the list. He's only ever given four red cards to Man United. Newcastle. Newcastle are in third place with seven Ooh. red cards. Very good guess. Very good Sunderland. guess. Sunderland. Nope. They don't. Cr- oh, yeah. Nope. They're at uh, 10th or 11th. They're right under Man United, also on four. All Lee Catamol. Yeah. Yeah. They're all yeah. Lee Catamol. That <laughs> job stealing bastard. <laughs> um, I don't know, stole a career uh, Whatever <laughs> Oh right, I see yeah. Um, yeah. Chelsea Hey, nine red cards to Chelsea There's another team also on nine, yes Who's, who's the other team on nine? Man City huh. wow. So like all good English people He hates Chelsea and Man City for having <laughs> a lot of money And so he gives them a lot of red cards Is that just because he gets a lot of the big games? or He well, does get a lot of the big games yeah. He has done for a long time like Especially since Clattenburg's gone yeah, so to run through the list, it is Chelsea and Man City at, with nine, Newcastle with seven, Arsenal with six, Stoke, that I'm surprised no one guessed, with five, also Tottenham, also West Brom, and then down there there's Birmingham, Char- Charlton, Man United, and Sunderland with four each. Um, there are six people he has sent off twice. Would anyone care to guess as to one of those names? Diego this Costa. might not make for good podcasting at all, but... <laughs> Diego Costa never got a red card, did he? Never got a red card. He knowed exactly where the line was. Really? Yeah. No, yeah. He, he, he got like um, retrospective red cards like three times, mm-hmm. but he never actually got brandished a red card. I think by the end he got one in a non-Premier League match, but I could be making that up. But he's notoriously good at getting like exactly a yellow card Yeah. and like a yellow and a half, basically, but like never a red. Right on the line. Yeah. Uh, no? Don't want to guess this one? All right. No, no, hang on. Let's have a thing. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, Balotelli. No. Uh, Fernandinho. Nope. One more guess each, and then I'll just read the list. John Terry. Nope. David Luiz. Nope. Ashley Young is there. Ah. So the 100th and one other one at some point. 
Um, also, Mike Williamson. Don't know who that is. Do you no guys know idea. Mike Williamson? Okay. Uh, Fernando Torres. I don't know no. who that is. I've never heard of him. Never heard of him. Yeah. Him win you Champions League. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Koscielny. Richard Dunn. That's probably before my time, I guess. I don't really know who Richard oh, Dunn yeah, is. Oh, yeah, Richard Dunn. Yeah, yeah, Richard Dunn. And Andy Cole. Bloody hell. My team's been around for ages if you send it off my Andy Cole twice. Yeah. Strong effort. All right, well, that, that's all I got for news. Oh, wait, no. I lied. There's one more. Our final story this evening, Eden Hazard is magic. <laughs> it's not really news. Yeah. Just want to talk about his goal from yesterday because it was so beautiful. No. Nah. <laughs> Chuck, did you see it? <laughs> Just no. Did you no. see yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, he's good. Of course <laughs> he is. But this is the kind of performance that makes Chelsea forget about like the previous 19 games of pain where he did yes. fuck all for them. <laughs> Correct. Hasn't he got more goal involvement than anyone this season? Yeah, this is his best ever season for Chelsea and his assist plus goals are both like more than he's ever had. And he's if you do, I think, assist plus goals, he's like well up the list in the in the league. Yeah, he's having a great season, but it's just the, those games where he just doesn't show up is just bizarre. But yeah, that does happen. He's having a good season. Yeah, very much. Play him for that transfer. <laughs> I gotta say, like, if we are gonna sell him, which we probably are, fucking a hundred million is nowhere near enough. Not these days. Are you days. fucking crazy? Not these days. How much did Neymar go for? Two hundred. I thought it was two fifty. Fucking hell. No, it would have been like maybe. I think 250 euros, but 220... 250 euros? 250 quid, yeah, yeah. That's a good I was I had actually bid on him three times, yeah. but um, he wanted to go PSG <laughs> rather than my oh, house. What can you do? That's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. Tough loss for you, Chuck. Tough loss. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I've already got one child rolling around on the floor. I don't need another one. <laughs> <laughs> well taken. Hazard is not half of a Neymar. If they no, sell him no. for anything south of 150, I'm gonna fucking burn the world down. I swear to God, the whole planet. Um, I didn't realize Neymar's only a year, a year younger than him. Then that's right. Oh man. Yeah, if you don't get proper money for him, you're that's shocking. Fucking I crazy. suppose the, the yeah, and it, especially you gotta wonder how it goes if they do have the transfer ban. Like what? Mm. Do they do they try and push for more money? Do teams do teams lowball them? Obviously, Hazard is our best player, and obviously, if we are going to sell him, it has to be an absurd amount of money. Yeah. Um. But I've gotten to the point now. <laughs> this is how bad things are. That I've talked myself into being like, "Hey, it won't be so bad. It won't be so bad <laughs> if he leaves. It's fine." <laughs> um. And I genu I genuinely believe it too, which is like the worst part because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Well, Pulisic on the right." We can put Hudson Odoi on the left. The two of them are both really good at dribbling. You know, if Ruben's playing in the middle, he's a good dribbler. That makes a lot of ball progression up than that we would have lost with Hazard. Only problem is Iguain or Giroud. So you've got like no her. one to finish it. Yeah. Anyway, that actually wraps it up for news. So let's go ahead and jump into our main segment, uh, which is the FA Cup. We're going to talk about the FA Cup, and then we're also going to run through um, the abbreviated fixtures from the past weekend. Let's start off with FA Cup, though, gentlemen. Did you see that ridiculous Watford Wolves game? Yes. Watford's comeback was brilliant, but I did feel for Wolves and Wolves fans because it was just that story of them getting promoted, having a great season in the Premier League, and then if they'd have got to an FA Cup final, where Man City probably would have beaten, but not necessarily because, I mean, they Wolves 
you know, did a, did well against Man City earlier in the season, that story would have been great. So the game aside where the comeback was brilliant, De La Feu was excellent, Troy Deeney's penalty is still smashing through stands as we speak. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a great comeback, but I did, I did feel for Wolves on that one. But what a game, what a game. What a game. So what was it like the 81st minute, right? And they were still leading? Yeah, I think it was I think it was the 70 79th minute they were winning awesome. they were still winning 2-0. And then yeah. Dale Lafayette would just come on and didn't he do that outrageous chip? Ridiculous. That was, that was their first goal, wasn't it? Yeah, although the Wolves defenders just fucking stood there and looked at him. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, well, if none of you are going to try to make a tackle, I guess I'll take a shot. <laughs> and he like didn't even wind up for the shot, he just like chipped it. Like Yeah. That was that was uh, that's that's a guy because obviously we haven't really spoken much about Dale Lefeo and Watford because we don't care. Because why would but, you? <laughs> um, that guy's been just outrageous for them this year, um, and especially in sort of like the last five, six, seven games. Yeah. Um, especially like you know fantasy football people would understand that, but you know his contributions have just been amazing, um, and watching. I only saw the first half of the game and then I've watched the highlights afterwards. But Watford were all over Wolves early, like absolutely all over them. So it, it, they would have, they could have easily felt very hard done by um, to, to have not won that. And to go through in the style they did is just fantastic. Weirdly though, I, I would still favour, I would still favour Wolves over Man City than Watford. What makes you say that about Wolves or Watford? I just think because of Wolves' record against the big teams this yeah. season, they've been really, really good, and they've gone up against them. And you know, I'm pretty sure if you look at it, the the amount of wins and draws they've got against the big six teams outweighs the losses. Um, yeah, it's been for against sure. super team like they. Wolves have lost to Huddersfield twice this season. <laughs> so like, Crazy. you know, and Wolves have got uh, Huddersfield had what 14 points, something stupid. So six of their eight points have come against Wolves who have been absolutely fantastic this year. So I, I, I agree it would have been a bit of a Cinderella story if they'd have got to the FA Cup final and it would, would have just been an incredible cap on a season. But still to get to the final four is, is yeah, absolutely. unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. and I, I think you're right. Watford would have felt pretty hard done by um, because it was 1.2 to 1.4 on open play XG, but then you throw a penalty on top of that. Yeah, right. And you're looking at 2.2 to 1.4. Like that's... Oh yeah, you, know. you take the game in isolation, then Watford's Watford's comeback was fantastic. You know, definitely so good, so good. And then the uh, other FA Cup match was less significantly interesting. At least Brighton didn't get through to the final, and Chuck can remain happy. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have been upset, wouldn't you? If they'd have got to, yeah, I think if they'd have got to the final and and knocked out Man City in the yeah. process, I wouldn't have been happy. <laughs> if they'd have got to the final and were still up against Man City, then I wouldn't Not have bothered, minded. Because yeah. then it would have just been like getting absolutely slaughtered in front of an audience of millions. It would have been great. <laughs> um, but yeah, Man City di- didn't really put them to the sword much. Just No, they didn't nil. seem to shift out of second gear at all. 1-0, nice uh, early goal in the fourth minute, and then that's it. Yeah, the XG was 1.3 to 0.3. So, like, for City to only put up 1.3 in that match, they clearly were like, okay, we're up. We can just take the rest of the match off because they're not going to do anything. And Well, with their schedule, I mean, they need, if they can ever take a bit of a rest, they need to try and do it, don't they? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're still in an unbelievable position. Like, even, even when with teams as, as good as they are, to be so far in the running 
for for four major competitions is unreal. I mean, obviously, you know, won the League Cup, final of the FA Cup, second, probably going to be first after their games in hand again uh, against Liverpool in the league and um, Champions League quarterfinals as well. Yeah, aren't they playing today? They're playing right now. Yeah, they're playing now. It's still it's nil nil. Tottenham Man City at the minute. About an hour gone. Ooh. Um. Well, to sort of since we're talking about Man City already, to touch base with the title race because not you know not much happened this week in terms of the actual Premier League. Liverpool won three to one, so they are ahead of them uh, in the table with that game in hand. But uh, City are still slightly favored at fifty seven percent projection versus 43 to Liverpool, but it is getting closer and closer touch, every yeah. week. Yeah, it was 70-30 for a while, then 60-40. It was, it was holding place at 60-40 for a good few weeks, uh, and now it's even lower. It's down to 57. Like The closer we get to the end, the fact that like neither of these people are slipping just gets more so much more projective. They're, they're both exactly projected for 94 points right now. And the reason that City gets a very slight edge in terms of if you look the underneath data in 538's model is that they have a slightly more favorable schedule. But the projections are like, this is, we're talking about one, less than one point in a projection. So like half of a point projected. It's so close between these two teams. It's so good. It's so good. It is amazing. But, you, but you've got to wonder, is, I mean, you know, we just touched in on Man City in the Champions League and Liverpool are playing as well. Currently 2-0 up against Porto at home. So, nice. you know, obviously going at the races there. But Liverpool in the league seem to be doing things the hard way. I mean, if, if you saw the highlights, so they went 1-0 down to a really soft goal against Southampton and easily then could have gone 2-0 down. Yeah. And they yeah. just don't seem to be controlling games as much. And, and it's weird that you see City and, you know, City beat Brighton 1-0 but it was convincing and City only beat Cardiff is it Cardiff they beat 2-0 yeah that sounds right um yeah I know what you mean they score first and they stay in that dominant position don't they yeah to almost like relax but whereas Liverpool have to keep fighting all the way up to the final whistle as you know they've had quite a lot of late goals recently um and and that kind of takes a toll and it's you wonder how much can they ride their luck on that they ain't got to do much longer though I mean I saw a match of the day, that stat, that they've won more points from losing positions than anyone else this season. Mm. You know, there's not many weeks left. If if they can just keep keep doing it, keep putting the pressure on, Man City's schedule is ridiculous with the amount of games they've got in short space time. Yeah, it's very crowded. Yeah, providing they stay in all competitions and stuff. Well, between now and the end of the season, Liverpool have the same amount of games. If they win. Yeah. So, like, they don't even have each other... If they meet in the Champions League, it'll be in the final. Ooh, how fucking tasty would that be? <laughs> they like come down to the last game of the season for the title, the Premier League title, and then like two weeks later meet in the Champions League final? Yeah. Oh, man. That could be really good. So is Man City's only extra game the FA Cup final? But what we mean is is that the Premier League ends and then you have the FA Cup yes, final course, and the Champions yeah. League final. So technically between now and the end of the Premier League season, they will have the huh. same number of games unless Yeah, the Liverpool... narrative seems to be Man... And I've obviously bought into that and <laughs> totally hook, line and sinker. But the narrative is Man City's amount, like, horrible schedule. That's yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. I think the reason for that is the quadruple, right? Like everybody's so yeah. focused on can they do the quadruple, can they go do the quadruple, that that just inherently reminds you of the fact that they've played a ton of games because they've made it so far in so many competitions. Mm-hmm. 
So like it's more the games that they've already played to get to here. Yeah. Then all the all the games that are still yeah, coming they, because they, like, they do Chuck have said, a game in hand. They do have a game in hand on Liverpool. That's true. But I mean, it's kind of balanced in there. I mean, City City have Palace next, then they have Spurs and United, then Burnley, Leicester, Brighton, and then Liverpool have Chelsea, Cardiff, Huddersfield, Newcastle, Wolves. Yeah. So after Chelsea, that is a straight run for Liverpool. Yeah, but I mean, Newcastle away. You know, they haven't been too bad, uh, especially at home recently. And Wolves, you know, Wolves going at them as well. Like, Wolves will keep fighting to the end. They, even though they're in, you know, that kind of position where it's almost like they have nothing to play for now because they're out of the FA Cup um, and kind of well, obviously can't get relegated in the league. They'll still they'll still yeah. be gunning for positions. They will be. They will be, definitely. The season they've had, they'll, they won't want to end on a whimper. No, absolutely not. Am I wrong or does 7th get, like, a play into the Europa League? It all depends on, as we've spoken about before, all of the automatic places, etc. Okay. Because they yeah. could still be fighting for that. Which, like, to be a promoted team and then be able to play in Europe the very next season, like, that would be quite the accomplishment. That would be mental. I wouldn't be able to tell you if that had happened before. It's a four-way race right now. There's Wolves are on 47, Watford on 46, Leicester on 47, and Everton on 46. I guess West Ham's not that far behind them either on 42, but those four teams, like, especially if seventh place could potentially mean something with all of the teams above them either far into the Europa League or far into the Champions League, like, that might be something to play for. That might be something that could be interesting, like, if they want it. I know it used to be the Europa League was just kind of seen as a curse, because, like, especially for smaller teams, they would go and overextend True, themselves but, and uh, they get relegated. Like You offer it to a team like Wolves, they're going to take it. They're, they're going to be delighted with that, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Absolutely, and I and I wouldn't see. I think they could suffer a little bit for it, but nowhere near as much as say Burnley did this year. Yeah, they're better prepared. Yeah, right, absolutely. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking Burnley. <laughs> everything bad. Yeah. I wish everything bad on Burnley. I just can't like. I can't take an outlier continuing to be an outlier for years. <laughs> it like flies in the face of everything you stand everything, for. Everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> like literally to the point I. Kaylee and Goodman last season at the end of the season were like, are the models broken? Like, are we just not <laughs> yeah. understanding something here, like fundamentally? Yeah. Or is just yeah. just this one team over the last 20 years of data just happened to be a fucking freak? And like, it continues to this day. Like, they're still over. Ugh, fuck Burnley. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I guess we kind of naturally went to Liverpool 3, Southampton 1. Um, if Liverpool can keep relying on Henderson to get a goal and assist every match, then, you know, they'll probably do pretty well. I guess we'll see how that goes. Um, but to go, go through the rest of the Premier League fixtures, we had Burnley scoring three, of course. <laughs> Just mentioned that. Yeah, against, against Brighton, Brighton uh, Bournemouth, sorry. Bournemouth, garbage. Yeah, not great. Burnley scoring three on fucking 1.4 XG. So par for the course for them. Classic burn low. Yeah. Leicester four, Huddersfield one. Uh, quite the smackdown. It's good to see Huddersfield aren't going down without a fight. <laughs> <laughs> they scored a goal. They what done you want? a goal at home. <laughs> penalty, their first penalty in like two years or something. Oh, is that true? I didn't hear about that. I, I mean, it was definitely the first penalty they've had all season. Probably two years because they don't score goals. <laughs> <laughs> It's like 30% of their goals come from this one penalty. <laughs> yeah. 
if you have Jamie Vardy, that was a hell of a fucking match for you on your fantasy team. Jesus. Yeah. Any either of you have him or captain him or anything like that? Nope. No, and I was worried because I'd gone with um Hazard captain. Yeah. So wait was waiting until Monday night and yeah, uh, Jamie Vardy, a lot of people had tipped Jamie Vardy to do well and he did. Yeah. And uh yeah, that you saw a little rank drop every goal that went in. And um yeah, I mean, luckily Hazard came good for me. and uh, Yeah, they both people, ended but... up on exactly 16. So I had the captaincy on Hazard. I had Vardy on the vice. And when Vardy scored 16, I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, Stimmers, I'm coming for you. I'm only 75 points behind now. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to keep your eye out. Know, only 75 behind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like 120 at one point. So like... Yeah, that, that counts as coming for you, definitely. You... Yeah. That's touching distance, yeah, to be fair. I mean, I am on a wild card, and I do have my bench boost going next weekend. So same here. Don't listen yeah. to my FPL thing because you'll hear my whole wild card. <laughs> I go through my whole team. Oh, God. oh man, I'm only, right. I'm only like seventy points ahead of you, Ian, as well. So yeah, so he's coming for you, Chuck. Oh, yeah, you can hear exactly what I'm planning. Well, the next match, Chuck, your boy's done a win. Easy, isn't it? Just um, go up north, win a penalty, three points. That's what you do. Job done. Are you officially safe now? Um, uh, not mathematically, but yeah, let's. <laughs> oh yeah, it still says less than one percent. So I think we can call it. Yeah, I mean we're eleven points clear of Cardiff, and Cardiff have got six games left, so they'd have to win four more games than Palace. Even more than it's the eleven points, it's the what one, Goal two, difference. three, four, five people Goal in between. Difference. So like. <laughs> You'd have to get taken o- overtaken by all six teams to fall yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. And laugh at our goal difference. Our goal difference is actually fantastic. I'm not laughing at your goal difference. I'm laughing that that, that was the thing that you thought might be a, a bad thing rather than the five teams <laughs> beneath you. <laughs> so, yeah, we might still go down on goal difference. The, yeah. the, I look at points. I don't look at the number of teams between. I've seen yeah. how quickly you can plummet down this league. I'm well, yeah, quite, quite. Not, not Yeah, interested. Chuck, you're on minus six. That is a phenomenal goal difference, really. Just the minus six. Minus four. <laughs> oh, is that your new projection oh, for minus six? Is that, I'm looking at the projection, sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Minus four goal difference for a shit team. That's decent. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost zero. Yeah, considering considering West Ham are above us on minus nine, Bournemouth just below us on minus 17. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, minus 17. Bournemouth, man. Well... <laughs> Wait, are, did they beat us 4-0 or did we destroy them 4-0? No. <laughs> I've blocked out so much of this Chelsea season. Like, I can tell you everything about the 09-10 season. I can tell you everything <laughs> about 2006. I don't know what the fuck happened last month. Like, I have no <laughs> idea what's going on in Chelsea. And we've been podcasting this season. Yeah. Like, it's literally in my interest to be well-informed. <laughs> and I've blocked out as much as possible. Either we very severely hurt Bournemouth on the goal difference there, or we actually helped them and they're much worse. One of the two. I just remember it was a big result. Bournemouth beat you 4-0. Okay. And I believe they then lost to Cardiff the next week. Yeah. Something like that. (laughs) That's right. Oh, God. Arsenal lost. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Absolute shitters. Arsenal lost to Everton, which now, for the top four race puts them down to 50%, and Chelsea at 52. We overtook them. We are favourites for fourth. Favourites for fourth. Woo! Congratulations, Oscar. You're an Arsenal fan. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, what have you become? I already made that joke earlier in the season. I've well and truly given up on any sort of self-respect at this point. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I wasn't happy with that either because if Everton, if Everton hadn't won, like, and Arsenal, if Arsenal had won, then Palace would have only been four points off the top half of the table, and that <laughs> is impressive. <laughs> And also yeah. depressing for teams <laughs> like Everton and Watford. Watford, oh, amazing season. Only seven points above Palace. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's just garbage below six. <laughs> Wolves are only eight points above you. Yeah, exactly. Fuck's sake. And then the last match of the week, we talked about it a little bit, but Chelsea 2, West Ham 0. Uh, guess who was in the starting lineup? Not Lubin Alonso. Rufus Creek. Yeah, Ruben was in there. Uh, Callum Hudson Odoi was in there. Um, Emerson was in there, and no Alonso anywhere to be found. Do you think he's almost planning for the future? Maybe. No, next week it'll be no. Next week it'll be back to Alonso. He, he he gives you these little little treats every now and then where you think this is that, true. Think it's all sorted, and then it'll go back to it'll be. Kovacic playing and Barkley coming on at 70 minutes. He'll go back, he'll revert back to what he usually does. Ian, why do you hate <laughs> me? Why are you doing this? I don't know, because I didn't like seeing Hazard run the show. <laughs> well, I did, because he was my captain. But yeah, he's your captain. I was, like, I was just like, oh, this is making Oscar happy. <laughs> yeah, it sure fucking was. Honestly, like, as much as Hazard being amazing makes me happy, obviously, for obvious reasons, I had way more fun watching Ruben dominate the midfield. He fucking yeah. ran through everything. He everybody. is amazing. He's so good. He's so good. It equal parts angry because like we've been screaming at sorry to have this exact lineup for months. And now he's but now he's finally doing it, so like I'm happy. Um and it's paying off. Like we've been playing since he started playing Ruben and Callum Hudson or Doymore, we've been playing significantly better than we had in months. Months and months. And it helps that Emerson is starting over Alonso too, but like I really do think like they just provide so much more of an outlet. Jorginho has someone to pass to now, as opposed to like yeah. Barkley just standing next to him, and <laughs> Pedro. I don't know, running around doing nothing. Like, I don't know. It's good stuff. The only way that lineup could have been better is if Giroud was starting, but you can't win everything. You can't have everything, mate. Can't have everything. All right, so let's cut it there. We'll take a quick break. We will. You can listen to some music while we take a break, and we will come back and do uh, the second half stuff that we always do. Welcome back to the Miles Offside podcast, episode 40. We've hit the big 4-0, just like Ian last year. And we've been talking about football, but in the second half, you guys get to get in touch with us on all of the social elements, be that Twitter, at Miles Offside Pod, Facebook, Miles Offside, or the email, whatever the email address is. MilesOffsidePod at gmail.com. <laughs> Thanks, Ian. Um, that's why you're here. You can also subscribe to us on Patreon, become a patron of the pod at various levels, uh, and get yourself some of our bonus exclusive pods. Um, especially for Oscar's nerdy newsstand, which is just worth worth it alone um, because it's great. And he does a great job of it. Thanks. Oh. And it has a jingle now. Yeah, I enjoyed the opening jingle. He has a jingle, a jingle, a jingle. I don't create jingles. I just um, use my mind. <laughs> <laughs> no way. You're saying those things are improvised? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all straight off the old bunts. So, yeah. Ian... Ian, 
curator of questions, guardian of knowledge. What have you got for us this week? Let me just put my readers on. <laughs> it's funny because he's old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> None of us have really seen the questions this week. We've all been very busy, so we're just going to freewheel this one. Yeah, I was, I was too busy making a jingle. Just scroll. Any of you, tweet tweet in live now, and, and then we'll answer your question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, how does that work? <laughs> this goes out on Thursday. Listen, pe- people are either fans or they're not, mate. Good point. They don't want it enough. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Time travel. <laughs> right, so let's do the standard um, Dave Matteo. He um, he put on it, why are episodes I'm on so popular? Why am I so great? He then, later on, he put another question that said, um, why am I so alone? I'd suggest arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a thought. But... Um, no, we have been doing good numbers-wise lately. I attribute that more to my lovely wife and the topic of Game of Thrones than I do to... Uh, That's possibly true. A certain yeah. Australian, because if you look at it, it pretty much fits a normal distribution around... <laughs> yeah, it does. It really does. The one immediately after and before have more downloads, then two away have a little more downloads. Like, yeah. Huge spike. Yeah. God bless that SEO. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, can't all, be, um, can't all be assigned to your Australian-Italian charm, Dave, but as always... Thanks for getting in touch. Um, Prick. He he does ask, actually, this is a personal question, but I quite liked it. What's what's a better social media or blog name? So he's obviously going to start something up. And he's gone with, he's got two options, either Dave Stateo, which is obviously his which name on Twitter. Which we came up with. Or, yeah, <laughs> did we come up with it? Yeah. Or um, Standard Daviation. Which I believe we also came up with. Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay, did we? Mm-hmm. And we named him Dave when he was born. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, okay. Yeah. You got to remember okay. before in Emu Plains, they didn't take to naming their children um, <laughs> with human names. Yeah. It was just, you know, what shitting they saw. Animal, yeah, exactly. What they saw the animal doing. And that's why they were all just called Shitting Emu. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Look at him. He gets the taste of the touch of the fame being on the podcast. And all of a sudden he's starting a blog and he needs a <laughs> name. changing his name. It's Stateo. Dave Stateo. I really, I really like standard deviation. Yeah, I'm definitely in on standard deviation for sure. It's too clever. <laughs> it's too clever. Too many people <laughs> too be clever. like, I don't get what it means, and then you have to explain it. And that, and that kind of thing for him. That w- I'm just, I'm just thinking of Dave long term. That'll get exhausting having to explain yourself. You don't need to justify yourself, buddy. You just keep being you. I okay. felt like that needed a jingle. Yeah, that was pretty inspirational. That's like yeah. the most positive thing I've ever heard Chuck say about anything. <laughs> You're welcome. And it was about Dave. Yeah. Oh, dear. Right, okay. And um, your wife asked some questions, actually, Oscar. Emily. Dr. Emily, sorry. Dr. Emily. Who is the most attractive current player? Don't know whether that's something you've got to be worried about, Oscar, but yeah, who's the most attractive Oh, yeah, the the Chelsea guys are always hanging around the apartment here, so (laughs) i got to make sure she doesn't leave. Uh, Giroud, right? It's got to be Giroud. I mean, that's a standard go-to answer, it feels yeah, like. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's because it's the right answer. Like, sometimes you just got to go <laughs> with the right answer. Like, <laughs> Fair enough. I got to say, Ruben, and this is probably... <laughs> as soon as I started to say it, I'm like, wow, we really are biased. But I think Ruben's really handsome. <laughs> I think he has a bit of, like, a devilish kind of... He's a good-looking man. Mischief. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. Why don't we... So, Giroud is the most attractive man on Chelsea. Who's the most attractive man on Palace? Chuck. Uh... Only because, for some reason, some blind people have said I look like him, and I'm so devilishly handsome that this must be the case. That uh, Luka Milivojevic. 
Really? I thought for sure you were just going to go for Wilfred Zaha. Yeah, but he's just that's just too easy, isn't it? <laughs> it's just too easy. What about at the posh, Ian? They're just lucky if they've only got ten toes. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anyone who has all their teeth? That would be probably the by default, right? Well, my, my wife, I think, took a little bit of a shine to Marcus Madison. Oh, watch out. That might have just been because he scored. And obviously, because she's with me, she's obviously just drawn to success. Yeah, that's just what yeah. it is. Yeah, I imagine, <laughs> yeah. I imagine. Great uh, athletic men, you know. It's just All right. Natural. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying out of this one. <laughs> just going to have another sip of my beer. Yeah. <sighs> don't drive afterwards. No, don't drive kids. Well, no. kids shouldn't drive anyway. Yeah, kids shouldn't but... drive anyway. <laughs> you can drive kids. Yeah. Kids yeah. shouldn't drive. Yeah. None of those things should happen when drunk. It's hard to remember the rules. Yeah. I mean, one one very simple rule. Don't drink and drive. Just one. Okay. And especially not if you're a kid. Um, Or with kids. Yeah. Um, Emily also asked, what's the most American thing you've ever seen? (laughs) I'll let you guys go first on that. The most American thing I've ever heard about was your competitive eating story. Yeah, I mean, I, I was th- I think open mouthed during that. I've told other people that story, and their instant response was, "Of course, he's American." Yeah, so that's <laughs> pretty big. I know there was a thing going around for a little while that I did enjoy, where you just you googled your date of birth and then just yes. put Florida man afterwards. Yes, 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 yes. And it just comes everything it comes up with is like Florida man defecates on <laughs> checkout of. <laughs> Sainsbury's. Well, you know what I mean? Like, supermarket yeah. checkout. Mine is Florida man reportedly confesses to trying to burn sex offenders alive. <laughs> so that's fun. Yeah. Uh, let's do you guys. Ian, what's your birthday? Uh, January 1984. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Florida man allegedly fooled family into believing murdered wife was still alive. <laughs> that's a fun one. Yeah. Something to Chuck, are you to. March 28? Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah, yeah, close, close, close. Uh, January. (laughs) Yeah, because our our birthdays are very close together. I'll bleep our birthdays so as no one can steal our identities. (laughs) Chuck, yours is great. (laughs) Mine is good, isn't it? Oh, God, I can't. I have to get this out without laughing. Florida man threatens to kill man with kindness. Notes, machete is named kindness. <laughs> yeah, Florida man stabs neighbor with machete named kindness. kindness. Oh, good. That's so good. That is That's good. so good. No, Florida's crazy. Florida's really crazy. I love like regional stuff like this. So what, what is it about Florida that is particularly weird? Uh, it's hot and they're poor. Basically, right. It's just not that. the entire state, but like on average, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just swampy and hot, so like people just go crazy. Also, actually, for all of our American listeners who are like, you know, think so great about themselves because they're not from Florida, and Florida's so crazy. Part of the thing with Florida is that they have a weird law in their state where every arrest is public record. So, like, okay. all the details of the arrest are put out there and are readily available. Ah. So a slow news day happens. Gotcha. And what do the Florida newspapers do? What does the local news do? They're like, hey, let's find the craziest arrest from today. Um, and apparently, like, most other places also have just a ton of batshit crazy stories. But, like, no one ever hears about them and it never gets reported on. 
So that's that's part of the deal with Florida, but they're also just out of their minds. Like, I think it's all the heat and all the swamp water. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, right, let's bring it back to football for a bit. Adam P said, is there anything realistic Sari could do that would convince Oscar he should nope. stay? No. <laughs> nope. Next. Thank you. Nope. Okay. He already tried. Right, like he's already playing Ruben and Callum Hudson Odoi, and not playing Marcus Alonso, and I'm still like, yeah, fuck off. I don't. You're done. You're dead to me. So, if he continues that though, if he continues that and never speaks again, or is never seen or heard <laughs> from again, mm-hmm. as long as the lineups are what I want, um, I guess I won't just won't acknowledge him, and he won't acknowledge me, and you know we can move on with our lives like a like a couple that can't afford a divorce. So they just live in the same house, but they don't speak to each other. And it's just, you know, like the mornings are really awkward. Like, do I go first? Do you go first? Who's, who's you know, who's using the bathroom now? Have you been speaking to Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> Adam P. asks us some non-football ones. You'll be happy to know. Much better. Yeah. Although this isn't. Ugh. Hot cross bun flavoured Wensleydale cheese. Discuss. Why discuss? What discuss? This well, it should be discussed. This just makes me angry, and he knows. He knows that that's going to make me. He angry. knows what he's doing. Yeah, he definitely knows. I mean, Adam P, more like Adam Penis. Good, but he's never heard that. <laughs> yeah, we've actually never made that joke. Um, <laughs> why? That's not a thing, is it? I hope it's not a thing. I hope, but then if he's come up with that, then he needs to be put down, doesn't he? <laughs> 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 that genuinely would have been a spit take if I had any liquid in my mouth. It would have been all over my laptop. So it must be a thing. It must be. But ugh. oh god, that makes Bad me sad. Geez. I don't know, man. He supports Arsenal. He has some whacked out opinions. Like he could definitely have come up with that nonsense. Um, do you have? And this is going to be one of them where you go, "Yes, of course we do." Do you have hot cross buns, Oscar? Uh no. Or no. maybe mm. I don't know. All I, I I've think only we've ever had the conversation. That, yeah, I think we did have this conversation once, but we, whatever. We, I've I've had a conversation with you that you didn't know what they were. Or I why didn't know they were, they were or... a real thing. We have a song called Hot Cross Buns that literally every school child in America... It's the recorder. Yeah, on the recorder or the <laughs> clarinet or the saxophone or whatever fucking instrument you play when you're in like fourth grade, when you're eight years old. They're like, okay, we're going to start off with Hot Cross Buns. And so everyone knows it. It's like the worst song ever, too. It's like... It's three by mice backwards. Is it? I never put that together. Yeah. I don't know. It could be. No one checked that. Yeah. No one Um, fact checked. So I didn't even know they were a real thing. But maybe I'm not the best authority on, like, what is a food... America's such a big-ass country, like, that must be somewhere. I mostly just eat chicken nuggets and pizza, so... You know. (laughs) And then he goes back to football... Are Arsenal overperforming at home or underperforming yes. away? And Mustafi, why? I mean, that's a f- fair question. More Mustafi, how? More Mustafi, when? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which? <doesn't>, yeah. <laughs> mm. he, he's just... He, how is he a footballer? He's not good. He's, <laughs> he's just, just not good. Awful. He's somehow found himself in a position... Where he's reliably getting picked. Who's he tricked? To, to play. Who's he got? Who's he got Pitches info on? on? Who's he got the dirt on? Like, he's bad. It's so bad. He just kicks people. 
or like does rugby tackles, or oh, he's just garbage. I tell you what though, one thing, at least he doesn't throw his coat. That is loutish behaviour. Meza Urzil, be shamed of yourself. <laughs> Do you want to know how much he makes every week? Oh Mustafi? no. No. To do what he does as well as he does it. If it's more than twelve quid, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> well, strap in, Chuck. Yeah, it is Ugh. ninety thousand pounds a week. Fucking hell! I know. What are you doing? <laughs> We're talking shit about him, and he probably cares zero percent that anyone thinks he's bad at football. Yeah, because that is a lot of money. Um, to take his first question. Uh, they're overperforming. They're just overperforming across the board. Um, so their away performances are much more indicative of their actual quality than their home performances. They are not that good of a team. So, yeah. But Mustafi sucks. <laughs> he really does. Okay. Well, we'll finish it there for the questions. Uh, like like Chuck said, uh, we're Miles Offside Pod on Twitter. You can get us on Facebook, Miles Offside, Miles Offside Pod at gmail.com. But more importantly... Go to patreon.com slash milesoutsidepod where you can get all of our extra stuff. Give us a little bit of money. Uh, and if you check the show notes, there are always links to Amazon and Audible. And if you click through there and then do your shopping or you click and get a Audible subscription, you can get like a month free and we get a little bit of money. And it helps us keep going. Yep. And if you want a quick preview sampling of what the uh, newsstand would look like. We did drop a bonus episode this week into the main feed. We did. Uh, talking about Marvel. Finished watching all the Marvel movies. Went through and did a spreadsheet, as I'm inclined to do when I do a thing <laughs> that I do that I like. I don't know. And so we talked about it on the pod. And uh, Oh, and do send in your questions for next week because, again, I'm not going to be here and these two poor dummies are going to be totally lost without me. So just help them out. <laughs> I have no idea what we're going to do. <laughs> Probably enjoy ourselves. Ouch. Okay. Yeah. That was wow. harsh, wasn't it? Hurtful. Well, mm. it hurts when you say things as well, Oscar. Yeah. Calling us dummies. We, we're <laughs> not the dummies, are we? <laughs> that sentence may be not indicative of that. <laughs> so anyway, also, we should say this. We, we're so bad at we doing this like podcast promo thing. But <laughs> review right. us wherever you get your pods, specifically iTunes, of course, but wherever you get your pods. Mm-hmm. Give us a five-star review. Only five-star. Don't give us, like, four and say, oh, Obviously, it's so great. Just yeah. give us five. I don't want threes, twos, ones. I don't want that. Just give us five stars, no. you pricks. If you've been listening for this fucking long, you must love it. <laughs> or something's, <laughs> me- or you're literally mentally ill. And either way, <laughs> just give us five stars. Five stars and then a ridiculous no-context review about hot cross bun-flavoured Wensleydale or something like that. Especially... If you are one of our American listeners, because we desperately need more reviews so that we officially come up when people search for stuff and we make some lists and all that. We have a lot of American listeners, especially shout out to our lovely fan group in Virginia. Yeah. Right? There's a bunch of you in Virginia for no reason. Compared to every other state, it's bizarre. We appreciate you. We love you. Now, please leave us a five-star review. It'd be great so other people can find us. We'll get in touch. We'd love to know why. Why? Yeah. Why Virginia? Don't know. I don't know anyone in Virginia. I don't know anyone in Virginia. Why Virginia? Why did you live there? Why did you settle there? Tell us your life <laughs> stories and why, yeah. perchance, that you have gone Virginia. Not West Virginia, but Virginia. No one wants to be in West Virginia. Do we have any listeners in West Virginia? You know what? Fuck it. I don't Too care. Too late. They're like Newcastle. <laughs> Just no, don't. Don't. I just don't need them. One time uh, in 09, me and my best friend went on like a summer long road trip. We drove through like 40 something states. We were just on the road the entire summer living out of his car. 
we the only state that we drove through but did not stop was West Virginia. Okay. We like we were like okay, we got to stop in every state, have a meal at least so we can say that yeah. like we did a thing there. Um West Virginia, we were like, "Nah, just keep driving. <laughs> just close the windows and keep driving." Oh, dear. I don't think we've got any listeners from West Virginia. Good. There you go. Not now. <laughs> Good. Not anymore. Good. Not now, certainly. <laughs> and the other thing we should mention, we never do, subscribe cuz then you get it all in your feed. We get another download. Everyone's happy. Subscribe. Don't just listen to one-off episodes. Subscribe. Get them all. Yeah. Um, if you fancy going back and listening to our World Cup uh, previews of Groups E to eight. <laughs> yeah. That would be yeah. amazing. I love it. People still, still do listen to the World Cup preview episodes. Did yeah. we, we did have two people download the full box set recently, right? I remember you were saying that. Yeah, we get that occasionally. Someone will just download the lot and you're like... You've got a lot of time. Binge watching. It's like me in Game of Thrones. Although it slightly annoys me because the sound in episode one is not as good as it is later on. You were it? just a producer, not a super producer at that exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It gets to me a little bit. I haven't called you super producer in a long time either. Like No, I know. <laughs> in the intro, I'm just like Andy and Simpson. Yeah. Fine. Fine. Um, I think really a good starting point could be the one where England have beaten Columbia in the penalty shootout. We should at some point, and this might be a conversation for off air, but we should put together like a greatest hits and be like, these are the five episodes to download. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, number one is definitely going to be where I got so paralytic, I don't remember what happened. <laughs> and you claim that your family invented Twix, which is like my favorite <laughs> ridiculous thing. Was that in the same episode? Yeah. <gasps> I think so. Yeah, because yeah. then you like cursed me out. <laughs> for yeah, if you if you ever doubt Ian's <laughs> producing or editing credentials, just know that that second half of that episode probably should have been about 45 minutes longer. Yeah, I think literally we recorded for two hours the second half alone. Like I'm thinking back on that. I still used to record at my kitchen table under the, over there because that's where the air conditioner is in the summertime. So it was a whole different world, honestly. Oh, yeah, good times. There we are. <laughs> So, anyway, to the business, and you should explain what it is. It's episode 40. We often don't explain it. What's happening in the Predictor League, Predictor Chuck? League, League of Predictions, where sometimes Chuck sings a song when he can be bothered, and and he can't always think of words. Um, it's so hard to believe they're improvised. It really is. <laughs> I know. So... We are in game week 33, or whatever it is for you fucking nerds. Um, at the start of the season, we asked a load of people to give us predictions of where they thought all 20 teams would finish in the Premier League. Um, and we then work out a score based on how many spaces they are away from the actual of how good you are or how correct you are. So it's like golf. You need a low score. Low score, low score wins. Exactly like golf. Um, just without like clubs. But there are clubs, because technically there's 20 clubs. Good. Now yeah, but no are. balls. Um, oh, well, there no. is, because it's football. So, But without any middle-class white people thinking that they run everything. Oh, no. Patrick Bamford. Yeah. Um, yeah. What? Why Patrick Bamford? He's a prick. Um, oh. Anyway, <laughs> so, here are the top three in third place at the minute. He is super. He is a producer. He's also good at predicting things. Ian Stimson on 32 points. Just ahead of you. John OG. John O... Is it... Is his surname? Yes. Sure, why not? But I don't know he wants people to know that. Uh, um, <laughs> bleep that bit out. That'll be fine. 
Um, Johnny OG. <laughs> John OG is on 30 points just ahead of you. And resident punching bag, Mr. Adam P, incredible saw up the table on 22 points. 22? 22. He pretty much has the entire top 10 wrapped up in the correct places. Jeez. It's pretty impressive. Although we did have a deadline, I believe it was after five game weeks wasn't it something like that something like that and he was the last person to enter so if he wins it's a hollow victory um (laughs) cheating arsenal scum arsenal scum he should be he should do the honorable thing and finish in fourth place um with an fa cup final yeah fifth this year um so he's well on his way to winning the £51 uh, gift card for the Premier League team of his choice. I'm guessing that'll be Arsenal. I'm guessing that probably won't get you very far. If anything, maybe that £51 <laughs> gift card will get you into the club shop. Um, that's about it. And then Pair of socks. Pair of socks, maybe. Um, turn that money into Patreon subscription, mate, and I'll buy you the socks. There you go. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, and just to make it seem like we haven't rigged this, and we're not all uh, amazing at it. Way down at the bottom, 22nd out of 22, Oscar. Yay! He's still there. He's on 70. He's getting slightly better. Um, Finley, <laughs> I don't want again. to be better. I want to hit 100. Well, Finley's pulling away from you now. He's on 58. I don't think you can Ooh. hit 100 now, bud. Um, and me. then I'm in 20th on 52 points. So... <laughs> Not Blimey. very good at I mean, all. Oscar, you weren't throwing this, were you? You were trying. At this. I mean, I know you put Chelsea <clears> top, but other than that, you were trying. It's yeah, literally but... just he put Wolves in 20th. That's yeah. pretty much that's it. That's destroying me. But even that, that's just... What's that? That's like 13 points. I accidentally confused like three teams because I don't know anything about someone, anyone below the top six. I was like, yeah. wait, which one is Bournemouth? Is that the same as Brighton? I don't know. <laughs> so subscribe to our football podcast. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Just a few weeks remaining. Um, we also did a supplementary draft league where the three of us basically picked four teams each. Um, and then we add together those and teams Chuck points. And Chuck fucked up to the whole thing for everybody. Well, Chuck <laughs> fucked up the whole thing, but Chuck's not in last, is he, Oscar? Uh, <laughs> God damn it! You, you only bring this up. You only bring this fucking game up when I'm in last place, and then no. five weeks will go by, and it's like, oh, surprise, surprise! Chuck isn't talking about it. I must not be in last place anymore. Listen, mate, I've got the spreadsheet. I say when I want. Um, much like the Predictor League, Ian is top with 253 points as he rightly picked Man City, Arsenal, Tottenham and Everton. How did I get them in a snake draft? Because I picked Palace with my second pick when Arsenal, Man United and Tottenham were still available. Um, I am on a very respectable 201 and Oscar, 186, mate. Whoa, what happened? There, there was a long time where there was one yeah. point in it. Yeah, all, yeah. all my teams are winning, mate. That's that's what's happening. United stopped, but who else do I have? Who are my, I have Chelsea, United, and... West Ham and Fulham. Fulham. Oh, Fulham. <laughs> <laughs> every time we do this, we yeah, go, Every time you forget, Fulham. and every time we remind forget. you that... Yeah, Fulham. Yeah. Fulham must have been pretty high up in my predictor league, too. Um, I think that's part... Like, I basically switched Fulham so and Wolves. You should have switched Fulham so and Wolves, So it's like yeah. twice... It's like really, really bad 
for both of those. Yeah, you had Fulham in 11th. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. good. So, yeah, so that's our Predictor League games. We'll also be running some games for next year. Can't think of what they'll be yet. Whether we do the Let's same do some thing. some suggestions. Yeah. Yeah, no one's given us any suggestions. You all get in touch with your questions about Wensleydale and hot cross buns. Give us give us game suggestions for next year. How we can either refine this game so is it it can include more people because hopefully there'll be more people next year and or just totally different games. We need to come up with something. Yeah, more games, all the games, more games. Maybe a game that people actually know the rules to. I know the rules. Chuck knows the rules. Chuck knows the rules. Yeah. Does he though? You, yeah, you have to wear a green <laughs> shirt if you pick the teams, and then you win. And I was wearing green, and no one else can prove otherwise. Oh, God, we better give you 50 quid then. Yes! Cash back. <laughs> I'm a father, guys. I need the money. Um, <laughs> fixtures this week. So we got Friday night game week. Again, no one cares. We've got Monday night football. No one cares. We've got football on Tuesday. No one cares. Um, Leicester, Newcastle, Spurs, Huddersfield, uh, Brighton, Bournemouth, Burnley, Cardiff, Fulham, Everton, Southampton, Wolves, Man United, West Ham, Palace, Man City, nailed on three points there. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> City. Uh, Liverpool, Chelsea, Watford, Arsenal, and Brighton, Cardiff. Um, I said Brighton twice. They got themselves a double game week, as do Cardiff. Um, for all you FPL players out yeah, there. Captain sh- Duffy. Sure, you'll be with Captain Ryan. That's what mine's going to be now. Is it? Well, yeah, because I brought in Harry oh. Kane, and now he's basically dead. He's got no leg. <laughs> yeah, but Tottenham done a win. 1-0. Quadruple off, huh? Well, no, but Man City were away at the cheese room. Yeah, obviously, they can easily overturn a one goal. Yeah, yeah. They'll just be like 4-0 at half-time at home. Still, yeah, so, goals is goals, wins is wins. So, yeah, so Sunday's very important for the title race um, with Liverpool playing Chelsea, and that's kind of their last big team to play. Um, yeah. Do you reckon Chelsea can spoil the party there, Oscar? Uh, is it at the bridge or is it at uh, Anfield. Anfield? Anfield. No. No? Nah, I mean, I'm not going to watch it because I'll be on a beach somewhere relaxing with a tropical Ugh. drink. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'll be in Peterborough. Hopefully not getting battered by wind chill. So, <laughs> in your face. Um, that's a really important match for both teams, really, because Chelsea, the, like, there's no room for error for the top four. And there's yeah. no room for error for the title. I wouldn't be surprised um, if both of them come out pretty conservatively. Uh, just fearing that the other team is going to go for it. Um, but in the end, I think that's probably going to end up going Liverpool's way. Be mm. happy with a draw. Honestly, I would be happy with a draw. Both your teams have got something to say in the title race this week, then. Big time. We've, I mean, I think it would be a bit of a stretch to say that we could do anything against Man City, especially with our home form being so bad. But mm. stranger things have happened, and we're the only ones to take points at the Etihad this year in the league when we won somehow. And just Townsend. My boy. Um, and so there you go. And uh, that's how the week will go. We will record uh, as usual on Tuesday, even with Oscar's absence, where I will finally be the only one who is always here. Thank you very much, guys. Even when wow. I had a child, 24 hours later. Shit, you did, yeah. Although in terms of the number of hours, Ian's up to like episode 100 <laughs> compared to us. Yeah. Oh, when I choose to invoice you guys, it's going to be bad. Yeah, to be fair, all I pretty much do is turn up and drink, so that's about it. Um, You're the Tyrion of our podcast. I, I, I drink and I know things. That's literally what I do. It's great. I, oh, God, I love that guy. 
But that's all from me. Thank you very much, Ian. Thank you. And Oscar, I guess, have a good time on holiday. I'm not yeah, jealous. Enjoy yourself. I'm, honestly, I'm jealous that you guys are going to get to see each other because, you know, I wish I could be there. Aww. I've only met Ian the one time. It's enough. Once is enough. It was, yeah, it was more than enough. <laughs> Let's just do it all over Google Hangout from now on. Much better. Yeah, it's much better. But thank you very much for listening, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.